I'm Susan LeBlanc, and this is Conversations with the Goodman School of Business. And my guest today is Gillian Kemp. Welcome, Gillian. Thank you. Gillian is our Relationship Manager with the Goodman School of Business in the, in the Goodman Career Development Office. Yes. And you are in charge of service learning. Yes. And it's a very special sort of time for service learning because you're celebrating 10, ten years, years of service learning at Goodman. Years. And mm-hmm. so I guess first off, tell us what service learning is. Service learning is when we bring community partners into the classroom so that students can apply what they're learning in the course context to a real-world problem. So they serve community, and they learn at the same time. So we work with uh, not-for-profit community, small businesses. We work in an accounting class, a marketing class, operations. goes across the continuum. Right. And so, and you've been at the helm of this for for the ten years. Yes. So you've, yes. you've seen all the projects. Yes. And there might have been there must have been some really interesting ones over the time. Absolutely. Yeah. And and what's really fun is having been at this for ten years, we are now getting our students coming back with projects, ah. either for who they're working with yeah. um, now out in community if they're still in Niagara region, or for their own businesses that they've developed. So, for example, um, there's a business in Niagara that uh, creates recyclable plastic for Mm -hmm. the cosmetic industry. Mm -hmm. And David has brought two or three different projects Ah. back to Goodman. And Uh, he had participated in a service learning project when he was here. Yes. Isn't that fabulous? Mm -hmm. And we also know that in some instances, some of our students end up getting employment through this. Yes. And, and it's not meant to be that. This is not, you know... A... It's, it's to help them um, gain professional right. experience. It's not the... The major outcome is really more about the academic learning. Right. Um, but also to give them some sk- transferable skills, problem-solving, communication, that sort of thing yeah. that they're going to need in the real world. But sometimes what happens is that the projects that the students develop um, generally are providing recommendations on how to move forward and some tangibles for the organization to to use, but sometimes the organization looks up and says, well, yeah. but now, now we need somebody to implement these great ideas, yeah. and we've had students hired for summer positions, co-op mm-hmm. positions, um, and part-time roles. Yeah, fabulous. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I know uh, in some instances, uh, I mean, I've heard specifically, where they, they've been so excited about what the students have come up with that it's like we are going to take that and run with it it's not it's not just like oh thank you very much that was a nice project it it was Mm -hmm. this is really helpful Mm -hmm. and we are implementing it yes yes that um because we emphasize to the students this is not just a list of you should to the client it's you should and how are Mm -hmm. you going to make this happen so it makes it very um uh, reasonable for the clients to actually take it and implement it. And that's, um, that's the biggest win. When we hear back from the community um, that they've been implementing the ideas mm-hmm. the students have, have um, provided. So, for example, um, the football um, uh, association that developed is sort of brand new in the region for this sort of indoor soccer-like um, mm-hmm. sport. Uh, they had a partnership for the first time last year and then reached out to me again this week saying, you know, that was so great. We're implementing ideas. We're getting right. so busy. We need more help right. because of the work that the students did last yeah. year. Yeah. 
And and I think it's it's uh, important to to note that for the nonprofits and small businesses who work with you, mm-hmm. it's a free service. Free, absolutely yeah. free. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, they um, the the organizations provide their time. So they're not, yes. there's no guaranteed outcome because if they bring a project, they may not get a match. Students yeah. might not choose them. Um, they have to put some time into the project themselves. Mm-hmm. So that to us is, is the commitment from the community partner right. is to communicate with the students, provide the information in a timely manner. And, you know, fingers crossed, we get a good result. Um, our repeat rate mm-hmm. is 89. Seven percent wow. of our community partners um, have come back for more, and the only reason I think we're, we're not really at a hundred percent is because if they were brand new last year, right, <laughs> they haven't had a chance to repeat yet. Right, right, fantastic. Um, now, I think we haven't talked really about how the the classroom, because this is very much a partnership with with the classroom and yes. our professors. Yes. So how does that work? How does that work? Well, the professors have to choose to take um, a service learning approach to their teaching. So they build it into their course. Usually what they do is they take out what a traditional research project would have been Mm -hmm. and substitute in a very similar project, but working with a community partner. So they have to be okay with a bit of risk, right? Because it's a little, um, it's a little bit what we call messy learning. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like a case where everything is laid out. The community partner might not have a hundred percent of the information that would make for a perfect project. Right. So once the the um, professors choose uh, to use this kind of learning, um, then they work with um, my team, myself or David. Um, to develop a request for partnership. We bring in the partners, the matching happens, and the magic begins. So it's very much a part of the classroom? Yes. Very much a part of the learning process? Yes. A uh, supervised learning process? Yes. Because it is, it is part of their class mm-hmm. work. They are graded on this? Yes. Anything from, uh, we've had projects as small as 10% of a course grade. Mm-hmm. We've had projects as big as 75% wow. of the course grade generally sitting in around the 30-40%. So these are significant projects, um, generally done in a team um, Mm -hmm. uh, manner. So there's anywhere from two to to seven um, on a team. So they disperse the the work and the risk. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's a a big project, generally speaking. Yeah, yeah. and a a lot of great rewards for the students Mm because I know we hear from the students what a great opportunity it's been. It's, it's practical. Yes. I mean, they're, they're, it's real world. Yes. And, and I have students who come back to me um, via LinkedIn mm-hmm. or by email and tell me that they believe it's the stories they've told about their service learning experiences where they've actually developed a marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. They've actually done that cost analysis. Um, that is the difference and why they got their job. That's right. Because it's, it helps build, to build the resume. It's, it is real-world experience. Yes. And we always like to talk about experience at the Goodman School of Business. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's real-world experience that they can put on their resume. They can talk about in their interviews. Um, inter- their interviews. And, yeah, I know we hear it over and over that, yeah, that that was really helpful because they were able to say, this is what I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what kind of uh, companies or groups are good fit for service learning if they're thinking of getting involved? Yeah, um, and Niagara-based, right? Um, so it can be an organization that may have a head office outside of Niagara, but they have to have a Niagara um, delivery of program right. or accessibility in Niagara region. 
Um, and then it's nonprofits, charities, mm -hmm. um, can be in the arts and, and recreation sectors or social services, um, all the nonprofit sectors, and then small to medium business. Um, the only that aren't eligible would be those who, um, like a, a General Motors, they, right. they can hire our students if they, if they want them. It's yeah. really meant to develop the economic base in Niagara, either socially or financially. Right. Um, so small business and nonprofit. Fantastic. Is there anything else you want to let us know about service learning? I think that sums it up. I think we've covered up. it. Yeah. Yes. So it's been yep. 10 fantastic years. Yes. Yes. Looking forward to many, many more years. Well, I'm hoping that this year we break the $3 million mark. Oh, that's that was one thing, yes, we should mention, because when, right. when you $3 million mark, what do you mean by that? We So far, if you take all the hours that mm -hmm. the students have contributed to community and then multiply that by the wage that we pay um, students on campus, we are now at $2.97 million of time donated to the community. Right. So it's, it's fair to say the students are not paid. We just not want to make that clear, yeah. clear. But if they were paid, yes. that's the value. That's the value to community. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah. Thanks, Gillian. Thank you so much. And, and good luck for the next 10 years, 10 years or more. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, love to see service learning growing. So thank you. And thank you for uh, tuning in. And hopefully we'll chat soon.